Today's episode of the Lions of Liberty podcast contains extensive use of adult language, so be forewarned and maybe hide the kids for this one. Welcome to the Lions of Liberty podcast. Here is your host, your guide, your shining beacon of liberty, Mark Claire. All right, folks, welcome on back, and this is episode number 161 of this program. This will feature part two of our oh-so-fun Thanksgiving special that we did with our good friends over at the Johnny Rocket Launchpad. If you missed part one, click on back in your iTunes feed or however you listen to this program and check out episode 160. We had a lot of fun, and we're going to keep it going today, so enjoy the show. Today's show is sponsored by Health Excellence Select. If you are sick and tired of dealing with your Obamacare insurance, you need to look into Health Excellence Select and the amazing concept of health sharing. For more information, head over to lionsofliberty.com health. We are also sponsored today by LibertyManiacs.com, your one-stop shop for political and satirical apparel and merchandise. As a listener of this program, you can receive a 10% discount on your entire order by using discount code LIONSOFLIBERTY at checkout. So head on over to LibertyManiacs.com and express your inner Liberty Maniac. Welcome back to the Lions of Liberty podcast. I'm thrilled to have you guys in here in the Lions of Liberty studios with us, having a good time, having a little Thanksgiving meal. We're still waiting on our, our little turkey from Heather. I'm sure she's working hard on that. Make sure you get the gravy, like you, know, you, you know, do the thing, with, thing where you squirt it out and squirt it back on. Do that whole thing. That, that um, thing. Uh, basting. 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 <laughs> yeah, thank you. See, this is why you're the expert. That's, yeah, come on. That's why you're doing you it. You expect a man to know that. Yeah, that's a come on. But, uh, basting. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> but we've had some great talk today. Uh, for those that are just tuning in, you missed some excellent uh, are the X-Men libertarians talk, and uh, probably the strongest <laughs> argument from that you'll ever hear. Yeah. We're debating <laughs> Captain America, definitely. Iron Man. Batman is definitely a Republican. <laughs> so... Oh, Batman. It Batman. was Batman. That was the only unanimous one. He's right. He was unanimous. Right. Be a guy Superman old, is like old money, you know, <laughs> a, 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 in, industry. <laughs> and it begins again. Government oh, subsidies. He's in, li- he's in line with the military industrial complex. This I is can why go I on. stay in the kitchen because it's just boring. <laughs> hey, we're and talking it- about batarangs, not bitcherangs, Heather. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Heather. <laughs> A woman's place is not around the comic book. Talk. No turkey. <laughs> no turkey for you. Women have come a long way. We're strong, liberated, independent, no longer held down by men. A woman's place. Know it. (laughs) That's right. I filled up my cranberry sauce. (laughs) Oh, man. Hey, anyways, I want to say thank you guys very much for coming on the launch pad here on the Thanksgiving Bukaki episode. And um, I really love that name. I think it's fucking, it's going to stick. I can't believe we live in a universe where we're allowed to put out a show, like the broadcast all over the, literally the world and just say Bukaki, and it's fine. Like over and over again. It's fucking cool. It's time, like hundreds of times in in two hours. What's going to be great is that Bukaki will probably be illegal to say in Pittsburgh and John Odermatt will be arrested after well, here's hoping not, but you know that raid, might raid make, my house. That's John, gonna make got, for a good show. John, after that. We, you have our support, man. We'll bail you out, man. If you we'll have a GoFundMe going for your for your defense fund. Exactly. <laughs> I'll well, do at least one podcast promoting Bukaki Bail. So we can call it <laughs> Bukaki, Bukaki Bail. Bail. Yeah. yeah. And, and what we do here on the third segment is Rocket, Rocket fire. fire. And what we do here on the Rocket Fire, guys, is we're gonna ask you a series of ten questions. These questions will be politically related. Lines of Liberty, are you guys ready to play Rocket Fire? 
Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Roar. Are you convinced of my veracity? Yeah. We'll put a sound yeah. effect into that later. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming you'll edit in a, a better roar. But oh, yeah. yeah. Johnny's good at that shit. I'm Just good. kidding. There's I'm no editing. That shit. All right. That was pretty good. Yeah, was pretty Thank good. you. All right. Thank you. Question one. Can lawmakers enact legislation for any purpose in the public interest, or are they limited to those functions in which they've been delegated specific powers? Are we talking about in reality? In reality, <laughs> no, they're not limited to jack shit. <laughs> but uh, in theory, they should probably be limited at least at a, at a very minimum to the the areas by which their office dictates that they should be limited to, if that makes sense. All right, bam. I, I would just add, in a, in a more free society, I mean, hopefully we would, uh, they'll be limited to what the public, what the voters consent to, what the government, how they can govern. I agree with that. Yeah, you, the, the public should kind of decide what issues are on the table. Then the legislators can choose to legislate accordingly. Bam! Awesome. Well, well done. Well Absolutely. done. Absolutely. You guys like all knocked out the question in sixty seconds. That's the that's the that's the idea, right? Bam! Bam. All of you. We've been like, in training. We every <laughs> night we've been asking each other questions and trying to answer them in twenty seconds or less each. Question two: Should judges tell jurors that they have the right to decide whether the law in question is constitutional? Oh, well, if that one's to me, then I, I think, but without a doubt, they should. I mean, it's is, is there much to debate there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know well, please tell us you, your case. Uh, I don't know. I, I would think that the, you'd have to tell people that. I mean, people are in general ignorant. I think that they should have to know what, yes, this is something that's not well, constitutional or is constitutional. I don't know if they need to offer up the information per se, but they should not disallow the defense from bringing it up. And that is what happens nowadays. Mm. So that, that's mm. what that should be. The defense, if the defense is allowed to bring it up, I don't care what the judge says. The judge said the judges today have a lot of power and they, they do a lot of bad things. I, well, I don't know. I think the judges should have a duty to tell people. I mean, I'm, that, I'm fine with they do. So yeah, people should know. Right I mean, I don't know if a judge should have a duty to, but yeah, if the uh, if the defense brings it up, the judge should not be allowed to to silence the uh, the defense, which is exactly what happens today with jury nullification. Question three: Why is the word capitalism such a bad word? Uh, ooh, that's, that's a complicated one, but I'll try to try to keep it uh, concise here. Uh, I think that the word has been completely misconstrued to mean something that it's not. So when people, when liberals or progressives or whatever you want to call them, status think of capitalism today they're actually talking about crony capitalism they're talking about a marriage between marriage between government and business with different uh, incentives and tax breaks outright bribes you know, lobbyist involvement um, that, that's that, that's what how liberals look at it, capitalism today when re- in reality it's what libertarians you know all of us probably would refer to as crony capitalism right on perfect answer i have nothing to add I agree. The only thing I would add is that it's just been branded as an evil because of kind of because of the industrial revolution coming up and how, you know, there's there's all that instance of, quote unquote, you know, the exploitation of labor, which is associated with capitalism and the, you know, kind of building up a business. So I think that's why it has that negative connotation as well. It's a branding issue. <laughs> right on. Okay, right. Cool. Question four. Should a public school be forced to put separate bathrooms in for transsexuals or allow them to share the same locker room as the sex they identify with? Well, if we want to go deep on this answer, I, mm. I would say... No, the, no the pun problem, intended, right? Pro- <laughs> oh. Oh. Or, maybe, or was it? Thanksgiving Bukaki! <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, pass the baster. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I think the problem starts with the idea of, of how we see public schools now where everyone's forced to fund everyone else's you know, kids' schools. So now it becomes a decision where we all need to decide what each school needs to do, where in a better, in a better system, people would always choose their own schools, always fund their own schools. Maybe there would be some sort of welfare system voluntarily funded to help people that couldn't afford it. I'm not like disregarding the fact that that could be an issue, but uh, for the most part, school will be much more affordable and much more efficiently run. So I think people could, you know, take their kids out of school if they didn't like how they chose to handle this gender transgender issue. Personally, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think boys should be able to just say, "I am a girl. I feel like a girl and go in the girls' room." That seems pretty silly to me. But right. I mean, in terms of government policy, I think we're just looking at all of this stuff the wrong way. Anybody else? Keep, no, keep, I don't leave it at that. The only thing I was at is this: I, I always get upset when there's things put in place on that affect the the macro of anything like the all the public schools now are forced to deal with this issue because of a vast, vast, vast minority that is elected to be this, you know, not elected necessarily because it's not a choice. Right. Say. But I, it always bothers me. Now you're PC too, brah. Yeah, Odie, do you have something to say? Yeah, I would just say keep it local. I mean, these things shouldn't be handled even at the state level. Yeah, it should I mean, be at the, be uh, the township yeah. level and yeah. uh, the school district but that level. Is what, but that is what you know that's what's, what's coming. It's coming. Bernie Sanders is definitely going to propose a law. <laughs> right. Got to get the transsexuals their own bathroom. I'm with John on that, though. I mean, yeah, keep it local. I mean, people in San Francisco. We are the only industrialized country who does not give. <laughs> are, you, right. are you being Larry David as Bernie Sanders? Or as Bernie Sanders? Exactly what I'm doing. Question five. Has environmental issues such as global warming, should it be a political issue? Oh, man. Yeah, it has to be a political issue. I, although, it, you know, I want to think about it. Careful, it global warming comes down to, because I, I won't, you know, I, I don't necessarily believe in global warming. I'll just say that. I, I question the science behind it. But uh, I think that it comes down to property rights. You know, if certain things are infringing or, or wrecking the environment, that comes down to property rights. That should be instituted through, you know, use of lawsuits, protecting your own property. You know, you can sue the companies that are responsible, proving it's uh, as such. So I don't think that the UN should be getting together to say we unanimously have to put this in place. We have to put cabin your carbon caps in place. We have to tax and trade and their cap and trade and all this other bullshit, right. which doesn't work and is and still is, you know, stifling the economy. It's impacting third world countries even more because now they're stifling these, you know, these emerging economies that need this this energy that uses more more carbon up. Right. So it's affecting negatively overall. So, no, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be this broad political issue, especially when the science is not settled, in my opinion. I just want to add that Al Gore told me that the ice caps would already be melted. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, wow. Right on. Right. We're all supposed to live on the surface of the sun right That's now. Right. Right. He told you personally? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we used to talk before he got all big time. He sent him an email over <laughs> there. I got all big time, better. Now he doesn't know me. Now I don't even take his calls. So, John, you have anything I'm on this? on the launch pad. I mean, on the Lions Liberty podcast. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm good with, I'm good with, with what, uh, what Brian said. With my rambling, my incoherent <laughs> ramblings. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect right sense. To me. We'll take it. We'll take I have it. too much information to get out at once. Question six. Do you think the Supreme Court has overstepped its original function? Yes. <laughs> Oh, you want, you want more, than uh, yeah, more, yeah, more than that, please. <laughs> I think that was perfect. I agree. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not a legal scholar, so I'm not going to try to pretend to, you know, talk about what their actual, I mean, it's to interpret the constitution, to, uh, to read the constitution and, and, you know, interpret the laws, mm -hmm. um, not to, uh, politicize the laws or, or things like that. I think that's, that's really what's gone wrong today. But mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I, I think they've definitely overstepped. They've, 
really dictated what legislation should mean rather than just uh, saying yes or no to legislation. Well, I'll echo that, too. I want to add something because you mentioned politicizing the laws and the way we're interpreting the Constitution and the way that the laws are put into place. And that's where, you know, the fact that these Supreme Court justices are in there for life is insane to me. Because all it is means that whoever's in power is, you know, coincidentally, a Supreme Court justice might die or step down or retire. And then you've got the political. You Are know. you suggesting they get assassinated when you say, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> prank call, prank call. I don't even know these people. <laughs> as soon as the libertarian's in office, everyone dies. <laughs> Are you calling from the dark net? <laughs> yeah. The dark net? <laughs> Well, no, I mean, look, I mean, that's what it is. These, these justices get put into place just liberal interpretation of laws and they push them through. So, yeah, right. politicize. <laughs> wow. That was badass. That was awesome. So, that didn't even come out of his mouth. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Bukaki on that. It's the best oh, podcast ever made. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, 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 I've got the towels ready, so I'm waiting. Oh, thank you. It's not yeah, a bukaki on you. It's a liberty bukaki. Kirby in the oven. Yeah. So you're not like the subject, Heather. Got it. Thank God. It's the Statue of Liberty. God. It's the Statue of Liberty that we're doing it to. Question seven. Do you think the Tea Party has made some advances in liberty? Oh, is that for me? I hate that question. No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. That's easy. I'm going to take Odie's approach. No. Okay. Fantastic. I mean, like, I guess when they started off, they really started off as a Ron Paul thing. Literally, it was a Ron Paul Tea Party fundraiser, Tea Party Day fundraiser. They had a rally and it was all based around a money bomb for him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that for that moment, yes. And then after that, nope. I mean, literally, I can't. I mean, I guess that all I've heard them stand for is, quote unquote, smaller government. But to me, that's not even really a necessarily principled position in themselves in and of itself, I should say. And a lot of them don't seem to necessarily have any sort of consistent liberty belief and, uh, um, you know, I, I, they just seem like Republicans that are a little more hardcore or a little more enthusiastic to me. Nothing. <laughs> okay. No. Bastardized. Republicans on steroids. That's it. It just turned into a bunch of nationalistic flag waving. That's about it. Yeah. It's a Tea okay. Party rally. All right. Question eight. Has the EPA caused more harm than good? Oh, that's a, that's a, this is kind of ties into the, the global warming question. I'm getting yep. all warming <laughs> questions. We can't. I hate the environment. How did you guys know? I hate it too. Fuck it. God, Fuck I, the environment. I piss outside. You know what? It, it's <laughs> And that is pure motor oil. He's pissing people. Yes, sir. <laughs> motor oil and alcohol, motherfuckers, you know? Sometimes when it's cold in the winter, I just poop out the window. I was the only one that did that. No, it's cold in the hallway. So oh, I tried badass. to do this. In college, I had a loft God. and a window I can't window believe I'm airing this on my own podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Thanks for listening, though. All right, so the EPA. Get it? Because we're talking about you. <laughs> I got yeah. that. I got that. Yeah. All right, anyway. It's, you know, that's those kind of cheeky questions when they, when people talk about the EPA with libertarianism, just like they talk about just some, say yes. Some legends. <laughs> well, no, because I'll just say yes. I think they've done more harm than good. But then you know you can look at some of the things and say, okay, maybe some of the some of the uh, the things that have been pushed forward were in theory a good, but they probably would have happened on their own without the government. <laughs> I'm getting sure involved. they've accidentally protected a tortoise before or something, <laughs> <laughs> right? Or you yeah. can look at you know certain waterways being protected that were vastly polluted. But again, it comes back to property rights. So I'll see. Even at that, right? Yeah. They spilled what that whole like chemical spill in that river, and you know they do their own set of. It's like you know the e- the Exxon shit in Alaska and making sure that those those standards are up. But if you crash a boat into an iceberg and your shit spills out in the ocean, you're probably going to shore up your boats no matter what. So I say EP, EP nay. <laughs> <laughs> EP nay. Nice.
A very, this is a very punny Thanksgiving. Right? Yeah, it is. Question on. All had, our names are attached to this show. I just want to remind you. I know. You. Whatever. We <laughs> had uh, Steve Horitz on a couple episodes ago. And that, wait, look at that. He's a cool guy. We do share each other's guests. Like, <laughs> we do. Literally. We're like family, though. That's, that's why, why we he's do it. called Horowitz. We just pass him around. Yeah. yeah that, oh, Johnny, Johnny, that's not like family. That's something different. No, it's and like. He will never be on our shows again. <laughs> <laughs> right. A Horowitz. Right. No, great so, guy, actually. Steve. He's awesome, but just to um, be clear, we all love him. Yeah, we do. Thanks, Steve. Um, <laughs> do you think there is truth in the TV show House of Cards? He's actually done some studies on this. I don't know. You, have you guys seen that show? Did House you of ask Cards? yourself a question? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Was, was, Johnny, was have you seen House or? of Cards? <laughs> yes, I have. Thank you, Johnny. You're amazing. Right, I, I heard that show's awesome. Uh, I have not you haven't watched seen it. it? Oh, no, so I know. I, I haven't seen it either, so oh I can't God. take this question. <laughs> Are you living in the dark ages, you people? Odie, we, dark Odie, I haven't seen it either. Yeah. We can watch it. it together, Odie. It's we'll available it, we'll on the light time. web and the dark web, so no excuse. We'll do that. <laughs> Odie and I will watch it, and we'll do the live libertarian God, three seasons. Uh, <laughs> theater house of cards. Oh God, we're going to need more bandwidth, more podcast space. Odie, you have time, right? Just put the baby to sleep. I got all kinds of resources. You can do it like a House of Cards marathon. It's you can yep. do it seriously in a night or day, day, right? <laughs> Heather and I did it. That's all well, the yeah, episodes it did, they it have. Was, it was a couple days, but you know we. It's pretty good. Like you want to watch the next one when yeah, it's over. Yeah, it's good. One. All right, I'm gonna but check it out. Like a weekend, like a, like a snowy weekend. Get a couple feet <laughs> yeah. of snow. I don't know what that is. I, I do dude. love Kevin Spacey. Met him. Very nice guy. Yeah, he's, but he's awesome. I mean, like that show is fucking awesome. Right. But do you think you guys think there's truth in that show? Do you think really politics? Is this Worked question number nine? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, since I'm the only one that's seen it, I guess I'm the only one that can answer this. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I think there's definitely elements of truth. I think the the way that uh, Frank Underwood uh, six, um, you know ascends up the political ladder is a little unrealistic. How quickly it happens, but I think there's definitely true. And I don't know if any congressman literally. I don't want to give plot points away. Okay, I won't. I'll do that. Spoiler alert. Spoiler free. I don't know if any congressman personally go to the depths that Frank Underwood does to advance his political career by killing a chick. I don't care. Right after he says spoiler free. Um, so, yeah, um, I think there's definitely elements of truth to it in the way in the way that pol- many politicians manipulate uh, the process, manipulate the people around them, manipulate sure. their staff, manipulate everyone. And that's why they're so damn successful at gaining the seat of power. Well, Not all of them. Ron Paul probably wasn't like Frank Underwood, but maybe he was. Maybe he played us all. <laughs> wow, that was deep. Maybe he killed him. We were playing like a fiddle out in Oklahoma. <laughs> Motherfucker. Frank Underwood also likes Bukaki. He does. With his security guard. Yeah. And his wife. Ooh. Can I and get your security roommate. guard and my wife and me? And we're going to have a Bukaki. Uh, you guys don't need to watch the show anymore. You've heard everything. He kills a guy the cocky with the, with the security guy. All you need. Wow. It's all good. It's all good. Question 10. Should marriage be a state issue? Who wants this one? I just, I just, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take oh, it. Um, no, no. It's a, it's a contract issue. It's between two people. Man, woman, man, man, woman, woman. Uh, no state involvement. Completely agreed. As a man who's about to get married in about a year from now, totally yeah. agreed. And what drives me nuts is when they've got uh, this, you know, this Maybe. No if you live together for a certain amount of years, now you're automatically married and your property is automatically shared. That is some shit. Okay. It's- 
That's and a good point. I, I I agree. That's a great point. You bring. I mean, that. involuntarily now it's just automatic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's half my shit. Yeah, that's horrible. That's fucked up, actually, because you didn't sign a contract. Oh, there's no contract there, and it's like, oh, we'd be parted ways. Even but now reg- one of you can say, hey, I want I want half your stuff. Even regular marriage contracts don't say I'll get half your shit. No, that's true. That's true. It's just what happens. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think that's different in in California specifically. Uh, California has different laws for marriage. I forget exactly what they are, but yeah. It's definitely automatic as soon as you sign the paper it's half your shit yeah washington is community property as well thank you guys very much man that was awesome so just to confirm this is airing on many all of our networks this is airing on radio stations people are going to listen to this thing that we're doing today yeah yeah x-men the batman the superman the whole thing (laughs) all right cool oh yeah why not maybe maybe we can get a comic con uh, panel out of this (laughs) yeah probably yeah that's the goal we play our cards right is the goal Mm. oh man that's funny because you know most libertarians i've met are fucking comic book lovers and i don't know why that is but i am it's because to, it's because probably to believe in uh, that a libertarian society will ever succeed is something only found in Comic fantasy and lore. Anyway, so uh, this is Johnny Rocket here. Johnny Rocket Launch Pad always launching on his your direction to Northwest only rock and roll libertarian radio show. I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Kurt Nelson. Yes, sir. Hey, everybody. Check out LifeSpring Ministries. Uh, 100% of the money you donate goes to children in Africa. Get your wallet out. Donate 5 10 or even 100 bucks. Uh, your money will not be wasted through bureaucracies. <laughs> Every dime of your money will go to help a needy child. Visit LifeSpringAfrica.com. And my voice for reason, the beautiful Heather Nixon. Thank you, Johnny. And you can listen to us on InfoSub Fridays and Saturdays, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And also on Revere Radio Network Saturdays at 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Oh, well, we are heard. At, we are on LibertyTalk.fm on the weekends, Saturday and Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern. And uh, just before your show, I believe, we're also on the Liberty Radio Network, LRN.fm, throughout the week. And, of course, you can find us on iTunes, on Stitcher Radio, and over at LionsLiberty.com. And this week will be everywhere you are. And wow. also all the yeah. places that you are. You want to hear the sound of my voice. Does that mean on Liberty <laughs> FM, people are going to hear the show back-to-back? Yeah. Ooh, that would be cool. Well, it might, well, well, actually, we shouldn't tell them this. Oh, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Right on. Anyway, so this is Johnny Rocket. Thank you very much. And we're going to be right back. we got more of Lines of Liberty here on the Johnny Rocket Launchpad. Stick around. Stay tuned. Stay free. And we got Mark Claire, John Odermatt, and Brian McWilliams. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. It is Thanksgiving. And if you want to give a little thanks back to your friends at the Lions of Liberty, well, you can do so by shopping over at Amazon through our Amazon affiliate link. This costs you nothing extra at all, but it sends us a little kickback so we can continue to expand our operation here at the Lions of Liberty Studios. Every single penny we make goes right back into producing this show. So please, if you enjoy what we're doing here, please do consider shopping for your Black Friday deals, your Cyber Monday deals, your holiday shopping. Please do it through our link over at lionsofliberty.com slash Amazon. We really do appreciate the help, guys. The following episode of the Lions of Liberty podcast contains extensive use of explicit adult language. So hide the kids. Your shining beacon of liberty, Mark Claire. Very, very Liberty Thanksgiving that we're having here 
at the Lions of Liberty podcast. It's great to uh, have a little crew in. I've got, of course, some of my Lions of Liberty compatriots, Mr. Brian McWilliams, our resident RAND analyst, and so much more. I love stuffing. You like stuffing, too. Our felony expert, Mr. John Odermatt. I love lamp. <laughs> and <laughs> a guest here for this Thanksgiving, our good friends from the Johnny Rocket Launchpad, Johnny Adams, Heather Nixon, Kurt Nelson. What's up, guys? What's hey, up, man? What's Thank up? Thank you very much. Yeah. We're, back. we're still here. We're still going. We're, we're still, still around the we're table. We're still waiting for our turkey. I hear it's currently, I can hear the sound of the basting in the background. Nice job, Heather. She's been basting her ass off for hours. <laughs> she basting. <laughs> That's all she's been doing. She's By the way, checking my, the oven, checking the tab. 450, 450. It's good. What's up? I like how Johnny didn't even argue with me this time. He just seated. Yes, this is the Lions of Liberty. <laughs> yeah, yep, we're over it. My show now. <laughs> We're here talking about liberty with these guys. We're talking about dogs, twatters, you know, coffee twatters. Dogs with the lines of liberty. These guys are badass motherfuckers. I love these guys. We are badass motherfuckers. Kind of a uh, Mark segment, isn't it? Uh, yeah, go ahead, Mark. Uh, it was. That's exactly my, what I call his dick. I guess so. Really <laughs> I apologize to everyone for everything that's happened. <laughs> right. Just kidding. I'm, I don't apologize for anything. No, you're a dick. And I definitely don't apologize <laughs> for our own dick. take. Our own take on Rocket Fire. If you thought Rocket Fire was something to handle, <laughs> just wait. Just wait until you guys enter the Cat's the cat Cradle. <laughs> You guys ready for a similarly styled rapid fire round of 10 questions? This is new and interesting. How does this work? Uh, it's, it's exactly like Rocket Fire, <laughs> only we have a different name for it based on the fact that <laughs> oh, we are in for a feline, cool. larger feline, and we're calling it the Cat's Cradle. Nice. Yeah. Uh, okay. All All right. Right. But you can't have better questions than us, and it can't be cooler than us. Too late. Mm. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. Man. All right. Party on. Uh, party on, Garth. Party, party on, Wayne. Totally so so uh, are we going to answer it similar style Oh, we just twenty seconds each. Hey, I only want to answer seconds. I only want to answer questions that I can that I can answer. Okay, no, hey, do whatever you got to. If you can answer it, just pass. No, oh, okay. okay, I have a pass button right here. Okay, passing. All right, all right. Here we go. Question number one in the cat's cradle. I can't even say. It. <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> Question number one: Should the government have the right to tax its citizens to fund defense only if it's voluntary? So, yes, in the sense that if people are willingly giving money for defense, I think they should. So, for example, if you had a voluntary tax, like, I don't know, you're buying a product, that money could go as a federal sales tax to the government funding of warfare for defense reasons only. All right. Anybody else? Kurt? Kind of, I kind of have to say, I think that goes against the fundamental definition of tax, personally. But I, I do agree that, I, that a voluntary system, uh, whether it be a, uh, you know, a donation, if you will, or whatever, I just right off the top of my head whether that would work or not. But I think it's a fantastic idea. 
That's it. You know what? I just I love the idea, by the way, of a, like a, a voluntary donation tax. Like, you know, at the bonds, they ask you if you want to donate a dollar to help kids with cancer. Right. 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 You want sure. to donate a dollar to help Sir, our, our country? Sir, will you donate a dollar? Yeah. <laughs> of your nation, and they shame you if you don't. Right. They're like, don't you want us to have F-14s? Uh, would you like to buy a bomb for America? But we had that. We had that same thing back in our day. Cash we had like, bombs. Oh, okay, guess the terrorists win then. <laughs> Enjoy your bread, Tommy. Heather. You yeah. want to give a dollar to stop Joseph Cohen? in Africa? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. God People would do it. All right, I'll ask the second question. Ready? Yeah. Should Uber be allowed to tell drivers they can't carry guns? Yes. If it's a business, they have the right to dictate what they want and whatever their policy is. Ooh. Absolutely. So if, if you're a business, you, you have the right to have your own rules. Kurt or Heather? Yes, I, I, I do agree with Johnny that uh, Uber's a private business, so they can set their own policies. If if you are a private uh, cab driver or a private driving service, then you can set your own policy. But if you're working for somebody else, you have to follow their rules. I got to say, I think this is like a, a, a cool trick question because my, my gut instinct is like, fuck, no, they can't, man. That motherfucker should be able to carry whatever he wants. But you're right. It's a business and the business can say, uh, yes, you can or no, you can't. What about the little tiny wrinkle where Uber claims that its drivers are not actually employees and they get around a lot of you know, normal regulations and laws by by making that claim and they don't have to act as, as normal businesses with employees would. So should are they trying to have it both ways when they do that? Should they not? Should they either be able to have to make them real employees in other ways and be allowed to dictate that they ha- can, can or cannot carry guns or say we're not going to do either? No, because that person has a right not to accept that position. So what they they're private employees because they have to file their own taxes, do their, what, 1099. They're contractors. Uh, right. They're, they're private contractors, but they're still representing Uber and utilizing the services, and Uber has all kind of overhead. So, yes, they absolutely do have right the, the right to set those standards. Yeah, so Uber can say, uh, okay, though you're, you're a contractor for us and you have your own rights, you, if you're going to carry a gun, uh, you, can't, you can't be a contractor through us. I mean, absolutely. I, I think that's, that's legit. Oh. All right, moving on to question three. This is just sort of a, um, it's really just a guessing game playing on some things we were talking about earlier. But I want to know, who do you believe will be the president of the United States in January of 2017? I'm going to say, honestly, Ted Cruz. You believe that? Wow. You believe that's, that. That's yeah. a bolt. You, you actually think that wow. if you had to bet money on, on one of them, that would be your bet. You would bet the farm. The, the rocket yeah, farm. Yeah, I would. I do. <laughs> the rocket farm. Uh, I'm not going to bet the, the farm, but I'm just going to say I think Ted Cruz will win. Wow. That's, a, that's, that's a definition of a bold prediction, so I no, like it. I don't agree with Ted Cruz, but I'm saying I think he's going to win. You think he's going to – I think it's a stretch that he'll even get the nomination for Republican. You think he'll actually be president? Mm-hmm. Oh. Heather, what do you think? You guys won't like me answer, but I truly, truly believe that it'll be Hillary. No! I think you're probably right. I think you're right, too, which breaks my heart. Yeah, I, I I'm will probably go with, with Heather here uh, in that it will be... Somebody that nobody on the line here tonight likes, likes or 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 thinks. I is, can see is right. I mean, but I think she's the one, though, guys. I mean, I really think that she's the one that they're pushing. And yeah, I mean, if it's a Democrat, I'm going to say it's Hillary. If it's a Republican, I'm going to say it's Ted Cruz. I don't think it's going to be no, but, Trump. But who do you think will actually win? That's the question. Ted Cruz. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh because he's probably gonna be true now, and we're all gonna. <laughs> I hope. Like, hey, like, God, John, I'm gonna be like, genius. "Fuck you, Mark. Fuck you. Comes, you laughed at me." <laughs> if it comes right. down to Ted Cruz versus Hillary, then I hope to God you're right. Right. Uh, I mean, because uh, there will be people that vote for Hillary just because she's a woman. They don't pay any attention to the actual issues or have any involvement yeah. in politics at all, and they just will vote blindly. Mm-hmm. Well, during she's the a Democrat. Four times that she would be the first female president. That was her answer to several questions. Uh, <laughs> right. So she can't be wrong if she answered four times exactly. the same question. Exactly. All right. All right. Question number four. The cat's cradle. Uh, uh, you could wipe guns clean from the planet. Would the world be a safer place? No, because there will always be another form of aggression. There will always be a knife. There will always be a stone. And there will always be inventions that could be more dangerous than a gun. So, no. I mean, no, it's 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 a, it's a great question. Very cool. No. Guns or any kind of weapon will always exist, no matter what you have. So you can, it could be a club, it could be a stone, it could be a nuclear weapon, but there will always be some sort of turmoil. I, I think that you wouldn't necessarily be, it wouldn't be a safer place. I think there might be uh, less fatalities because a lot of the weapons, but people are going to be violent. It, it sure would change warfare, that's for sure. I'm going to have to chime in and say the, the obvious, I suppose, that our guns, uh, guns are not what kill people. It's the people behind the guns that kill people. And these same people would find a way to kill people, whether they were behind a gun or a knife or a sword or a rock Absolutely. or a car Absolutely. or a two-by-four. So it's human intent. Yes. It's going to be human nature that causes these murders. So it has nothing to do with the actual implement. It has everything to do with what the people are uh, plan on doing with that implement. Yeah, boom, love it. Well, I'll give you a, a little anecdote, too, is where they, they did some studies, in, uh, especially in Australia, they're looking at where they got rid of guns in these places, whether the homicide rates dropped or not. Not gun violence versus elder violence, but just homicide rates, and they found that statistically no drop in homicides. Yeah, you just get to die by, like, a you knife slower. tearing through your organs <laughs> instead of a... Uh... You got slowly and painful. I'll take the bullets in the head. Right, yeah. Sure. Somebody pushes to you out the 15-story uh, sure. window of a building or something. Yeah, Sorry, they banned guns. You're going off the roof. To your abdomen instead. So did the homicide rate? Would they, there were no gun homicides at all? This is yeah. They were, they were in uh, in places where they got rid of guns, like Australia. They got rid of all guns. You can't have mm-hmm. guns, and they found that the homicide rates did not drop. Like they, actually, they statistically they rose after they banned guns slightly. Then they settled back down to traditional norms. Interesting. Well, yeah. probably because no one <laughs> had any guns to fucking defend themselves. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, well, yeah, it, it actually, it, it, like, it was like the purge in the two weeks afterwards. I was like, woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. That's fucking stupid. Hey, clockwork fuck, Orange. Fuck Australians. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, Paul Hogan is so pissed off right now. <laughs> That's not cool, Johnny. What's wrong with us, mate? All right. So, <laughs> What's the number five? Do you agree with the statement? If you don't vote, you can't complain. Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> well, I'm going to say that you can complain, but you should vote. I, I, I think that there is a lot of people say that, you know, voting is worthless and it's stupid and it doesn't do anything, which it's true. You know, it really, if you look <laughs> at the numbers, it doesn't really do shit, but you're still a voice out of a, you know, you're still an ant in a million of the colony, you know? So, you know, I think it's a good idea to vote. Does your vote matter? No. Do you have the right to complain? Always. 
you always have a right to bitch. So fuck off, <laughs> whoever said that. <laughs> Come on, Johnny. He just asked you the question. You told him to fuck off. No, no, <laughs> not him. Oh, the not person. him, not him. Okay, all right. So whoever said that, well, your vote doesn't go. If you don't vote, you don't. You can't go play. Fuck off. Yeah, I can. Fuck you. Everyone else is stupid. I'm smart. Go ahead. <laughs> Heather? Uh, I think, well, yeah, everyone has the right to complain. Blah, blah, blah. But uh, ultimately, I do think that people's votes matter. And you know, the vote that we had yesterday here in Washington, there was 25% turnout. Uh, the most we get, you know, was it nationwide on average is 60%, and that's in a presidential election. So all the people that are disenfranchised, that think that their voice don't matter, think they don't care, if they actually got involved and got off their couches and, and voted, actually I have to do, they, all they have to do is walk to the mailbox now, that it, it would make a difference. So, but yeah, they have the right to complain. They're just... I kind of think there's a, a, a bit of a difference uh, on, you know, when we're talking about presidential votes and uh, a federal level kind of stuff and state level kind of stuff. Because the, the uh, in my opinion, the, the two party system is retarded. Uh, I, I, I don't really like it. <laughs> uh, you might have They're guessed stupid. by that statement. In my opinion, well, I mean, I and I have been guilty of not voting a, a lot of times when it comes to, uh, you know, votes like that. On the state level and local things, uh, it's a little bit of a different story. I think, uh, you know, I think your vote can count, you know, more so when they when they start uh, tallying the, the red state, blue state. Lie. Lie. <laughs> uh, kind of a thing together. But uh, in direct answer to your question, everyone's got a right to bitch. And they will whether they have a right to it or not. Damn right we will. Fucking A. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Next question. All right, so uh, what is your response to this? You know, you've probably been, someone's probably yelled this at you at a bar at two in the morning. In traffic one time. In traffic. <laughs> okay. If you want libertarianism so bad, why don't you just move to Somalia? <laughs> well, first of all, fuck Somalia. <laughs> wow. That's a shitty place. No one wants to go there. It's a theocracy. And it's not a libertarian paradise. And I don't understand. There is no real capitalism there. First of all, so it's a bullshit argument. So libertarianism, in its true sense, is based on free markets. And there is no free markets in Somalia. So tell them to fuck off. Yeah, they may not have a strong <laughs> central government, but they don't have real free markets there because they have a bunch of fucking murdering asshole pirates. So my, my opinion is, Fuck off. Uh, if, you want, if you want a real capitalist society and you want to go back to history, uh, go back to the United States. Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, at, at the core, uh, 976fuckoff.com. Uh, no, I, I think at the core, I, I, you know, America was was established on the beliefs that are that are primarily libertarian. I, that's an arguable statement for sure. But we, here we're supposed to believe in in freedom and capitalism and 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 all these things. And it, our, our basic constitution came from. And I don't think it's worth leaving and going going to Somalia uh, <laughs> to to go try and find that when that's where where we're supposed to have here in our lovely home, 
the United States of America. Hey, this is Tim Moen, leader of the Libertarian Party of Canada. This show is also brought to you by Mufasa's Fire EMS security company in Tanzania, Africa. For all your security, EMS, and fire needs, call up Mufasa. We can plant a Maasai warrior with a spear right in front of your hotel. We've got uh, fire prevention officers ready to keep your hut safe. Uh, you want to come out of that tribal culture, we will train you in EMS and fire and security. Mufasa's in Tanzania. <laughs> <laughs> Heather Nixon. I believe that the statement, uh, you should go back to Somalia, is just plain ignorant. Uh, on a daily basis, I see refugees from Somalia. It is not a free country. Um, it is war-torn. The primary religion is not friendly to, to women. There is no liberty for women there in Somalia. So it's just really an ignorant statement because people really do not understand uh, exactly what's going on in that country at all. All right. Well, this is uh, an, an interesting question coming up. <laughs> this is where things get well weird. This is where it gets yeah, interesting. Yeah, we like these. We like these. What? Question number seven. Should a man or woman be allowed to marry an animal? <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. I'm, I'm going to say... It's, it's Thanksgiving theme. <laughs> no, no. Uh, because if right now under the, the present system, you go and you have to enter a contract and you have to sign it and you have to be able to consent. And an animal cannot consent to What about an ape? In, uh, they can't. No, no. <laughs> they can, they can regular, learn to press the yes ape. button and the no button. <laughs> What's her name? Like Coco the yeah, monkey? Coco. Uh, Not Coco. If she could sign, like, dicks. I do. You're right, then maybe. Though, they Coco the monkey. Are we talking about like a three-way marriage, like a where a man and a woman can jointly marry, marry no, an animal? No, we're not. No, we're no, not but a, we could be. Okay, we could that's be. kind of what this question sounds like. We so are like not a, there. a man and a woman can marry an animal, but a man can't, can't, and a woman can't. That's weird. So does yeah. that mean the ape would get half your property if you got married in Washington or California? <laughs> yes, exactly. Do animals, does an ape have a right to own property? Does the ape even oh. want my car? Coco's rolling out. I, and my, well, you know I what? I, have, I actually have an answer to this. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Go, Johnny. Go. Uh, I think it really boils down to the fact that some certain animals can't reason. Now, apes in that sense can. They have very, they're very similar to us on the DNA level. But at the same time, they will never be human. What about octopus? They say octopus are smarter. They Fuck. just don't I, have... Uh, it's fan. octopi, and an octopus wouldn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I don't... I, think it, I was referring to it, one specific octopus. It's very, very intelligent. It's like a John polygamy of octopuses. It's a polygamy of... <laughs> it's a bukkake of octopi. <laughs> um... But Next, what I'm what, saying is, is they, they can't, they can't reason. If you, you can't marry somebody who can't really foresee the future, who can't look beyond a certain only, stage. Only marry Nostradamus or other, or Edward Casey. What if That's it was right. Mr. Ed? Hello, I'm Mr. Ed. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course. That is, of course, unless the horse is the famous Mr. Ed. Go right to the source and ask the I guess if it was only in Mr. Ed's case, because he was a smart motherfucker. We've got to make an exception. Um, There's the Mr. Ed clause. Uh, yeah, if, if a chick wanted to marry Mr. Ed, by all means. If uh, the animal can literally speak English, yes. I mean, look, because that it sounds like a ridiculous question, which it is, but, you know, it, people bring it up all the time when we talk about marriage. Where do we draw the line on marriage? Captain America could. 
I think they should be allowed to marry him. I just don't think they should be able to get any uh, tax breaks or special privileges from the government. <laughs> well, actually, um, if... <laughs> Because you know the ape needs a tax break, and, you know? and that includes foreign subsidies. You know what? If you want to have a ceremony, marrying a fucking dog or a chimpanzee or a fucking giraffe, find the goddamn preacher. And if if that- he wants to do that spiritual dance around the campfire, whatever the fuck he does, by all means, cool. And if that if that <laughs> Fine, if whatever, maybe if that air if that ape wants to, uh, he needs to file jointly this year. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for the break, then, you know, maybe, maybe it's, you know, maybe let him do it. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's, that's, it's, no, it's not supposed to be tough. It's supposed to be our silly question. Uh, so. Don't think too hard. It brings up don't think too hard at all. All right. We can move on. Move on. All, all right. right. Yeah. Johnny fucked up over here, man. He's like, silly. <laughs> damn, he's sweating bullets. All right. We're going to get a little more serious now. Oh God. Um, <laughs> is, is war ever justified? Yes. That's, all? The, that's, it, that's what you got? Yeah, Moving on. It. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Okay, I'm yeah, elaborate. War, war can be justified in, as long as it's in, within self-defense. I mean, or if there is an immediate threat. So, yeah, if somebody has their guns aimed at you, and you know they do, and there's significant evidence that they do, yeah, you should be able to defend yourself. And I we think, should be at war everywhere right now, then, because well, a lot of countries have, have stuff pointed at us. No, I mean a global, I a national threat, not just there's a dude on the street. Oh, I'm, I'm no, saying. I mean, that. there's countries that literally have their missiles pointed at us, and we have ours pointed back. Right. Well, yeah, but it's, none it's, of know, us should pull the trigger. But no hopefully. one's, yeah, no one's making a move that no, you'd say is directly going right. to, you know, right. a direct threat. So I, I know I agree with you, Johnny. Right on. Yeah, I'm, I, I agree too, and I think you know I, we've got. We got examples in history where we we've been attacked first. Probably as America, we, we may have more examples where we <laughs> attacked. I don't know. You know, frankly, I think nine eleven was a good example. You know, like you, you do some shit like that. I think some re- retaliation or capture or whatever. I don't always agree with the with with the with the method in which it happens, but uh, I think definitely yes is my answer. Yeah, I mean, everybody's got to have the right to act in self-defense. It just seems like our, our modern wars are just nothing even remotely close to that. So a lot of it, even 9-11, the guys they went after, eh, not yeah, really the really same guys, guys that actually did it. So Absolutely. You know. yeah. And it's just gotten us in a prolonged But in theory, storm, sure. Yeah, I mean, why if, were if, we in if Iraq a crime when it happened you, in right Afghanistan? There. Right. And then, of course, the liberties we lost because of 9-11. Holy right, the Patriot. Oh, fuck, but yeah. But that's a whole other issue. I mean, Exactly. That's, yeah. Yep. That's next Thanksgiving. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's do a Christmas issue. Ooh. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. That's, that's, these are these are good Christmas topics. Uh, this next topic, you thought these you thought these other questions were hard, guys. Oh, but this next shit. question is the hardest. Oh, okay. Now we're getting nerdy again. Who is more libertarian, the Rebel Alliance or the Empire? Oh uh, my God! I didn't even know how to top start. It's not as Rebel Alliance. It's it's much more difficult than you think. Take your time. Oh. I'm going to look deeper into this scenario. Spend all your time. Please go watch I'm all gonna, six films. <laughs> I'm going to say the Rebel Alliance. Just, I just recently did, and I, w- I think I would still have to go well, with the Well, the Rebel only Alliance. reason I'm going to have to say that without thinking about it is that the Galactic Empire used force. <laughs> 
constantly. So is the Alliance. Though. They attack bases and they uh, yeah, they're they're going they're a covert force. Covert, yeah, uh, but they're also now uh, the Rebel Alliance though, is also one religion. Uh, do they do they allow freedom of religion? Because the Empire seems to if they're not being attacked by a, a cult. And uh, the Jedi use child soldiers. Child soldiers. Oh my God! You guys have thought this out way from. Wow! 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 Yeah, okay. I also want to add that the Empire did create a Galactic Congress where every uh, every nation had a voice to, you know, protect their own liberties. But then but it is I'm all about the old the Republic, though. They I think that was a better Congress, system. Sir. They did expand the Congress. Yeah, the, and, and power. And power with the Galactic Empire. I was all for the old Republic. All right. Wow. All right, we got more, one more question left. Um, I think oh, Mr. Odermatt, this is his secret question he's been holding in his pocket. Yeah, I think you have... That was eight, right? No, that was no, nine. That was yeah, nine. I think it was nine. nine. Right here. Uh, did, I, did we stop numbering them? That was nine. Though. Is, is this ten? Is this, this ten? ten? This is it. All right. All right. Um, oh. Should you be allowed to marry an Ewok? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if it's at the age of consent as agreed to by the <laughs> right. door. Okay. Yeah. Should women be allowed to go topless in public? Heather, go. <laughs> Heather, go. <laughs> <laughs> I I believe that women should be allowed to go topless in public just as a man can. I, I think that in it, if you look at a lot of European countries, it is commonplace. It's not shocking. Uh, breasts are on TV. Here we have so sexualized breasts that it, they're shameful because apparently you, w- women walk around with their breasts out. Men are going to have boners and not be able to control themselves. I don't know what the beat. Yeah, so yes. Oh, no, we're like that no matter what. So, yeah. damn. Yeah, totally. Yeah, well that. done. Good, good question. I think that was a great question. Well, guys, thank you for stepping in for the very first time to the Cat's Cradle. Yeah! Thanks for having us. We are the regular segment on our show now. Little Boy Blue and the breastfeeding breastfeeding moo. And I'd say I'd say it's been a pretty successful Liberty Thanksgiving. A, yeah. a good crossover. Absolutely. It's great to merge shows, merge our audiences. We each command our respective audiences to subscribe to each other's shows because look at how much fun we're having. Absolutely. Join Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Mark Claire, thank you very much. Uh, Brian McWilliams, thank you very much. John Odermatt, thank you very much, my friend. Well, thank, thank all you very you much, guys. guys. Thank you blast. guys very much. We should do it every year. We every should. Year. We should. Thanksgiving. That's, that's not an oral contract, by the way. I have every right to opt out of this. <laughs> Did you just say oral? He Thanks said my oral. <laughs> if my lawyers advise me, we, we might pull this. But for now, for now, it's on. For now, for now, we're all good. Yeah, for now, we're all good. Okay. We go go right whenever shower. we get lawyers, yeah, whenever we can afford lawyers, it probably will fall apart. Are we going to sign off lines of liberty style? There's no way. They just will sign off lines of liberty, and we'll sign off. All right, it's been a blast, guys. And until next year, until next Thanksgiving, until we talk to you guys maybe in the, the Liberty Living Room once again, why don't you all, guys, send a message out to our fans who I want to ask to live long and live free. John Dauber. Contact Johnny53 at gmail.com. <laughs>